All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Presentation Hell. We're brought pod podcasting here from Embark Studios in uh, Tampa, Florida. Today, I have the special guest, Lauren Prager, who's CEO of Synapse. And Synapse is really a community organization that brings together something special. Lauren, thank you for coming. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here with you. All right. So tell us, tell everybody, what is Synapse? What, what is it? Synapse is a connector. The camera's up there. Don't forget. Synapse is a connector. <laughs> Synapse connects and catalyzes Florida's innovators. We make it possible for people from different industries, technologies, and communities to find what they need and share what they have. And we primarily do this through meaningful and impactful events and um, through content that we create and share that really highlights the talent, thought, leadership, and innovation that's driving the growth of Florida's innovation communities. Um, think what's happening beyond the clickbait. There, <laughs> right? We see a lot of headlines about growth in tech and innovation in Florida, and Synapse is the place where you can discover the talent that's driving a lot of those headlines. So Synapse is, a, you're bringing together events that allow the technology community and a variety of other people, because everyone's in the technology community, I don't care what business you're in, and you bring them together. How, how is this? There's, I understand there's an event at the Emily Arena once a year that's Pretty good. I have attended it a couple of times. Pretty good. Yeah. I think I think it's better than pretty good. So yeah. So um, it's and it's also I really want to focus on not just tech but innovators. So when you think about tech, most people kind of go to hard tech um, and software, but innovation is actually mm -hmm. much bigger. And I think what you all do with presentations mm -hmm. is a great <laughs> example of that. It's tech enabled, but it's really a different way of thinking about how we interact with our world, whether it's through the way that we work, the way that we play, the way that we live and creative thinking, not just ideation, but execution. And that's the key for successful innovation. And that exists in hard tech, but it also exists in the arts, in culture, in the culinary creativity. And when we bring all of those facets together, we actually accelerate innovation mm -hmm. because of that ability to inspire beyond the usual things that we look at every day, our usual tunnel vision focus on our business and our day-to-day -day life. Expanding that vision opening the aperture allows us mm -hmm. all to find creativity and inspiration in other ways. And that's really the secret sauce of Synapse, by allowing people from those different industries and backgrounds and perspectives to come together under the common thread of innovation. And um, and we've seen a lot of magic come from that mm -hmm. since we've launched back in 2017. 2017. And considering that we are a nonprofit organization, um, our impact is really because we are, you know, by and for and with the innovation community. So making the connection. So I'm, I'm just, just to distill some of the key things that I kind of got out of there. You're making connections under a base uh, ideal of innovation. Right. These connections through innovation, create businesses, create opportunities, create the future, and make a more stable community in it. Exactly right. When and, and, and this is done through physical events that happen annually, 
some in Tampa Bay, some in Orlando. I understand there's one in Miami as well. So the way that Synapse operates is through community and collaboration. Mm -hmm. So we're headquartered here in Tampa Bay, and um, we're really proud that we showcase... Headquartered here at Embark Studios. That's right. Our headquarters in, in here at Embark Studios. <laughs> Thank you to the team. Um, and the Synapse Summit is hosted here in Tampa Bay, and it's really a spectacular showcase of the resources and the opportunity that's in the local market while bringing together the entire Florida ecosystem for the national and global spotlight. So How many people come to this event? 6,000 oh, at our last gathering, which was on Valentine's Day yeah. um, here in Tampa Bay. Did you give hearts and chocolate? We did, actually. <laughs> we leaned in. Our entire theme was Florida loves innovators because it's really mm -hmm. about the people. You know, sometimes we think about these as companies, but, you know, companies are run by people and what animates each of us to get up every day and do our work and contribute to the society, the world mm -hmm. that we live in is really focused on the individuals and that manifests itself through our companies. And that's true whether you are a startup. I agree with you from your previous podcast. There's no such thing as a solopreneur. Everybody <laughs> has a community. But whether you're a small startup or a growth stage company or even part of a global team, this is really about what you as an individual are inspired and empowered to contribute. And that's really the magic of innovation, and that can happen at any level. So we bring those people together mm -hmm. and create a fun celebratory space where you can connect and discover and engage and it's immersive and hands-on and when 3,000 people come together, there's a great exchange of information that goes on. Yeah, and what's really special about hosting this in an environment like an arena, a hockey arena, um, or when we go to Orlando and we partner with the Orlando tech community and we host it at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center, which is in downtown, it's a state-of-the-art, absolutely spectacular performing arts center. There are no walls. There are no barriers to learning and to networking and engagement. And you see this in these open air mm -hmm. sessions um, where sometimes people get a little lost roaming around the arena. But because of that, they actually are able to find inspiration that they may not have been searching for. Let's talk about the arena a little bit, the actual space. You're yeah. talking about walking around in an open air. If I'm about to walk into this Orlando event, Synapse Orlando... And I am a, a an audit, I'm interested in some of the innovation. I don't have a company or anything. Mm -hmm. And I walk in the front door. What should I expect to see? Oh, a lot of energy, a lot of diversity, a lot of hands-on um, experiences so that you can really bring innovation to life. Mm -hmm. So we, there's booths of innovation. Yeah, with... so we challenge our exhibitors to bring something more than, you know, a pen that's branded and a little stress ball, but to really find a way to stop people in their tracks and help mm -hmm. them understand what your business is. And even that pushes people to be innovative. Um, and that sort of experience is really important. You'll see students, you'll see startups, you'll see global companies mm -hmm. that are from every industry you can imagine because Florida and our communities are not known for any only one thing. Mm -hmm. We, again, have a really rich tapestry of innovation. So we want defense companies mm -hmm. next to healthcare companies, next to resiliency tech-focused companies. Um, we want this amalgamation of creativity in one place. That's the magic that sparks a lot of inspiration. That's true. In innovation and creativity in the same place and bringing it together is a very bold ideal that's very good for the community it's good for everyone involved it's good for all the companies involved how 
as as a motivation is how is who are you sponsored by i guess is what i'm getting to is you make money from exhibitors paying money are you sponsored by the local community is it local businesses is it the state because the goal of an event like that i believe is for innovation people to come together make connections by making connections they make business by making business they create community and people working together and that produces uh, wealth and the wealth makes the community better and it grows this is a very you know noble cause but who's pushing it yeah so like i said we're a nonprofit we're okay. a 501c3 so this is by and for and with the innovation community. So our sponsors are companies who have a presence or would like to have a mm -hmm. greater presence in Florida, who have benefited from the resources here in our community and are thriving. The companies that want to give back and pay it forward. And those are cliches mm -hmm. and they're, they're useful for a reason. We have talked about since our founding the, the reality that the rising tide really does lift all ships. Yes. And Synapse is an opportunity to kind of level the playing field. And through the sponsorships that people are generous enough to provide, we try to remove as many of the financial mm -hmm. barriers as we can so that students and startups can have a chance to interact with enterprise companies and growth stage companies. Mm -hmm. And you have a chance to engage in, and, uh, and again, at a level playing field. That just doesn't so happen. You pull together larger sponsors to allow it so the smaller innovators can all play together and get something out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And what happens <clears throat> when you focus on the community first, so on our you know list of values, community first is number one, is that you listen to what all the levels of the community, all the players in the community are saying that they need, and then you try to move the mountains to make it possible. And, and you so, move mountains, that's your job. That's our job as a our community. Job. That's mm -hmm. our responsibility is to prove to the world and demonstrate, as our tagline goes, that innovation lives here. And it used to be kind of a question or... Um, not anymore. It's not. Now it's a declarative statement. And yes. I'd like to think that Synapse has been a big part of making it clear that innovation does live here. Innovators do live here. Innovators are moving here. They come to Synapse Summit. They come to Synapse Orlando. They engage with our community. And they see that there's opportunity and talent and resources. They can move their company here. They can invest in companies here. They can build a life here and it will open up new opportunities. And so it's now a declarative statement. Innovation lives here. And now we get to showcase all of the incredible talent that's here through this movement, this community, mm -hmm. this event. And it's a lot of fun um, and very, very impactful. And I know you have your own Synapse success story from your time yes. with us at Synapse Summit. And um, I think it's, you know, the best examples are not the proof from me, but really the proof from the community that comes and, and has a success as a result of being a part of the Synapse movement. Okay. So do you want me to Would give you like my to story? Share that? I'd love to was that right a now. good was I'm, that a yeah. good cue? So, up so this for is you? where the, the, the tables turn. Ooh, now I now like you're that. the host. You know, usually I do get to be the interviewer, <laughs> so I like so tell me, James, what was your Synapse story? So early in twenty twenty one. Yes. The it was in February of twenty twenty one. I yes. went to a Synapse was it twenty twenty one? Twenty one, yeah. No, it was 2022. I'm sorry. It was a year and a half ago. Oh, right. We're see in 2023. Oh, man. In any case, in 2021, I moved my company down yes. to Tampa from New York City. 
because of the the fruitful area and the the Embark Studios and a variety of things that are that are done here that that are really supportive for small business and launching a big enterprise. Shuffler is an enterprise presentation management company that services global companies and the foundation to do that has been really supported here at Embark Collective. Um, one of the events since Synapse is headquartered here at Embark. An event that happens at Amelie Arena right up the street here was uh, Synapse 2022. I don't know what the actual name is. Synapse Summit. Synapse, Synapse Summit. That's right. 2022. Innovation starts here. So I was I was at the summit and we were uh, doing presentation hell podcasts. There were some of the first ones there, and I'm walking around and doing my usual stealth, shooting my mouth off, and you know creating <laughs> havoc. See, she's laughing because yeah, she knows. It's true. <laughs> and um, I was uh, by the the Poly Florida Polytechnic University booth. There was a lot of students. They each had a program and stuff. And I'm speaking to this uh, Matt Baum, who's head of the capstone projects i'm saying well we've discussed this project it's called printer it's about mapping the world's printers and making it easy to print just point your phone at the printer and there's no reason why you shouldn't get approval to print he's like wow that's a good idea what have you done on that i said well i put some things together and put it in he goes why don't you follow up and tell me what's going on so i followed up with him and he said write a a couple page presentation of what this opportunity is so I, i wrote a a small business plan, six pages, map the world's printers, write a spider to map the world's printers, and then bring them into a social media network and stuff. He posted it on the Capstone Project, and four students picked it up as their project. Um, from there, it actually got built. They got their grades and passed. I didn't look if they got A's or B's exactly. <laughs> but um, just three weeks ago, they had their, their final, and they brought the proof of concept where mm-hmm. anyone could walk up, point their phone at the printer, hit the button, and pick an image off your phone, and it just prints right off, and the approval comes in. Uh, it's got design. It's got layout. It's very real. Um, so now that we've gotten to that point, we're taking a next step with another company here in town, Revstar, uh, to package the proof of concept into a real commercial product, which is, quite frankly, mapping the world's printers and allowing printing to be easy with everyone in the world. We're taking that step right now to bring it through. So if I, and there's a couple stages, we'll look for funding and stuff after that. Those are stages thereafter. But to take it from beginning to end, I flew down to Tampa in 2020. I needed to print something at the Hyatt Hotel, and the business room had no way to print, but I could point my phone at the restaurant and get my menu, but I couldn't print something. And that frustrated me. And I was driving home and the whole printer thing came to mind. I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And then one day I was talking to someone here who has another company here at Embark. And by the way, they're some of the most intelligent people here. You'll be blown away and dumbfounded speaking to people and you don't even know how or why. And you'll walk away a better person, a smarter person, a more in tune person. In any case, This person, his name was Chris. He listed out how paper delivery is critical for for all corporate projects and mapping that last mile that he's working on. The logging of that last mile saves deliveries for everything from FedEx to Staples to UPS and everything. And he said the the paper companies are what's being used because a, a ream of paper goes to all different locations everywhere. And brought it up and we started talking about it. So from basically landing 
on an airplane in Tampa, getting the idea, thinking about it, having someone to bounce it off, going to Synapse, which brought together Florida Poly Polytechnic, which then embraced it, which gave it a capstone project, which made it a student project in the community that now has a proof of concept that's now going to a commercial venture and probably has a much bigger life that you could ever imagine. That was created through innovation of Synapse, Tampa Bay, Embark Collective, and just the whole attitude that's in here. Printer with two R's, P-R-I-N-T-R-R. -R. There's, there's so many beautiful layers of that story. You know, I tell people often, we can create this space, but it's up to you to accept the invitation and show up full out and yeah. really engage, yeah. really be present. And that's true of so many things in life. It's a philosophy I try to live by is making the table bigger, adding more chairs to the table. And then when I'm, you know, when I have an opportunity to show up and really be present. But, you know, I think the, the key lesson I hope is that when you have opportunities, whether it's to explore a new city or come to an event or be a part of a community, the Synapse community and a community like Embark, show up. And really be present and really take advantage of the experience, the opportunity, because you just don't know. That's right. The doors you will open for you and for others, and you're going to solve such a small but a big frustration for so many people. Mm -hmm. The efficiencies and the creativities, the opportunity to engage these Florida Poly students and give them something to work on that will become you know, a very successful company, that is, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And bringing all of those those participants in an innovation ecosystem under one roof, that's what Synapse does. That's what Synapse creates. And I'm so excited that it worked out with you and for you. And I think that um, it'll be very cool to see what happens with this in the coming very years. Cool. But this is a really good example of why we do what we do, why companies participate, why people attend, and, and of course, what's possible when you create this type of intentional space. Very so cool. to, to use that analogy you just mentioned, do you know who Horatio Alger is? Sure. Okay, that's someone who volunteered at a company and became CEO. This episode of Presentation Hell is brought to you by Shuffler, presentation management. And if you want to make presentations easier in your whole company, it's written in our book, Presentation Hell. Get it here. Get it at Amazon. You will make presentations easier for your entire enterprise. Does Synapse have another name? It's Synapse Summit, and that's the events you Synapse have, but it's Summit just Synapse. Synapse Summit is the event. Synapse. Because just of Synapse. what a Synapse is. Which is a neuron in your brain it telling you what to do. the space. The space between it. Between which the two neurons can create a bridge, and it's that special space, that sacred space. Is that's where That's where innovation happens. That's where connectivity happens. We create space. So kudos to Wes Lehman, our marketing and branding guru, who came up with that name. But that's what we create. We create space for those meaningful connections. So how, did you, how did you work your way into this space? I understand you've, you started as a volunteer, just eager to work and be a part of it and literally earned your way on the team, earned your way into respect on the team, earned your way even further than that to the point where just 
was it, has, is, it, is it three weeks now, your CEO? Yeah, May 1st. Isn't Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's all awesome. right. So tell us at the beginning, what, yeah. where'd, you, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? What brought you to the <laughs> point of that? Let's start before this. Well, the most important thing for anybody who is from Philadelphia and a Philadelphia Phillies fan is that I share my birthday with the day the Phillies won the World Series. So I, the Phillies have a special place in my heart. Um, now, also tell those of you who are baseball fans how old I am, which I'm not shy about, but um, that's my origin story. So I grew up in Philly, um, and I realized um, at a later stage of my career that for me, it's always just really been about people and connecting mm-hmm. people with concepts, ideas, and values that are bigger than any of us. Is that because it's a of city us. of brotherly love? Is that why you like people? Uh, sure, we'll go with that. It's just, you know, but to me, I always liked listening to people and um, giving, you know, an, uh, an, an act, be an active listener and helping them to see not anything I give them, but what's really in themselves, mm-hmm. what animates them, what are they, um, what are their passions, and encouraging them to follow through with those. And through that, we build community around around ideas that are bigger than any one person. And that was in Philadelphia. Well, that was part of what I realized, <laughs> you know, through growing you, you up. Recognize yeah. the, the the power of that and what brings it together. Yeah, yeah, and that ultimately I realized is what it means to build community. And um, so I was really fortunate through my career to be able to do that on around causes and issues that were very um, and remain really important to me personally. And I built my career in Washington, D.C. I had a chance to work in Philadelphia. You moved from Philadelphia. What did you do in D.C.? What was your job there? What did you do? I was a lobbyist. Um, I was... Who did you lobby for? Now you're going to open a can of worms. Okay, so I I lobbied on behalf of bipartisan legislation. Lobbying is inherently not bipartisan. Actually, that's not true. Lobbying okay. is lobbying is education. Okay. So when you're a lobbyist, I never worked for corporations. I mm-hmm. wasn't trying to sell concrete or, you know, I was really working on behalf of communities and ideas, and they had to be bipartisan because these were um, concepts that impact a lot of different people and can't be partisan. Did you ever have to represent someone that you didn't believe in? No, I never worked in the political sphere. I never worked for a candidate. Mm-hmm. I never worked for a party. I worked on um, nonprofit profits actually that always were um, community and mission focused so not partisan a lot of times people think of lobbyists as being very focused on a particular client and this was a different sort of an approach where I really got to educate people and work with Democrats and Republicans and acknowledge their unique biases differences but what came together and most importantly through all of the work I did in and around Washington was even if we really di- did not agree on the um, the solution, there is this conviction that we could make an impact in our world. We could make it better. My definition of better may be different from your definition of better, mm-hmm. but there are not a lot of moments, I think, in, in your career where you get to stand back and say, we actually are trying to work really hard to make the world a better place. And that's not everybody, but there were enough people that I got to connect with that really believed that they were doing something to make society better, and that was an incredible that was an incredible quality to recognize and be a part of and celebrate with people. Everyone goes to Washington under that pure heart. It yeah. only takes a couple of years to tarnish it. I survived almost <laughs> uh, really How more long? than 10 years. 10 years. So yeah. so describe lobbying, not lobbying yeah. as whole. Let's just say, and I'm going to give a, a thing. You said it's bipartisan. We're going to do trees. I want to cut them down and make paper out of it. You want to save the tree for more ox- oxygen. You're... What you're lobbying to save the forest to make forests bigger. 
I, I'm, I'm just trying to get, tell, tell us about, or give an example of something you might have done. What client would come through and how would you represent it? Do you go to, are there bills on the floor that you specifically want verbiage in? Are there people that you just want to sway their opinion? Like, is the, I come in and I've got $50,000 and I make paper. So I want this bill for the, the, the trees being done to be segregated to that. Is that is that's the type of thing? Am I making crap up? Give me yeah, give me you something. are making crap up. That is Good. for sure true. Yeah. So um, it, I was able to talk with people um, about big picture issues and helping them understand some um, global security challenges and help them to um, not in front of cameras. I mean, the most impactful work that any person does as an educator, and that's what we do as entrepreneurs and leaders, right? We're educators. We educate our teams. We educate our clients. Mm -hmm. We educate our, our communities. We teach them about um, are the areas of our expertise, and we help them understand how our ideas can help make what they're working on easier, better, more successful for our society. And that's what presentation hell is all about, mm -hmm. right? You're literally, you know, in many ways doing the same sort of work. So when you're educating, it's not, it shouldn't be, in my opinion, about trying to sell in that sort of a way. You're educating people. And mm -hmm. there, and when you're an honest educator, you say there are different perspectives. Here's mine. Here's the other perspective. And here's where we differ. But isn't there a basic issue at the base where someone is paying money for the lobbyist to educate to ensure it goes a certain direction well aren't people paying you for your work and your expertise well yeah that's no okay, okay yeah. so that's exactly what it is so so it isn't bipartisan because you're going someone's paying for some sort of knowledge going out like if i were to yeah. pay you to educate yeah. the last thing i'd want you to do is educate it to the point where the law does not benefit me financially, why would I pay you money? Well, of course not. But part of the work that you do, I, I mean, look, everybody, every there are lots of different issues in and around the political sphere. Mm -hmm. And there, you know, and some are obviously highly partisan, but when you're focusing on, again, connection, community, and the things that are our common values, you have a different kind mm -hmm. of conversation. It is not zero sum. It's win-win, and there's a lot that we can do, and I think societally, and again, this is what has drawn me to Synapse, is that when you focus on the win for you, the win for me, the win for the community, the it's possible to create something that's better and bigger and more impactful. Mm -hmm. It does not always have to be zero-sum. I win, you lose, you win, I lose, and that's different, and really powerful. And when I realized that my career working in and around policy and education is all around those kind of three wins and mm -hmm. building community, it was actually an easy translation into the world of synapse and innovation, which I have no background in. I am not a technologist. I have never been in business before. I had to ask people to define what is VC and what is, an, what is AI and ML, and I'm Googling and I'm trying to understand the language because ultimately what I realized is that this is really around understanding what brings us together and our common commitment to make society a better place. So it's a win for all of us. So the stacking up the wins that you've learned through your days at lobbying by aligning the interests that way 
are a foundation for the synapse component right here that you've aligned a bunch of win, 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 win things in a row. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. You know, a lot of organizations, especially in the nonprofit world, will talk about collaboration and community. And sometimes they, they, they're, they talk the talk and walk the walk, and sometimes less so. And we really focus on working in collaboration. So we, you know, we hosted Synapse Summit here in Tampa Bay and invited partners in Orlando to attend and speak and showcase what's going on in Orlando. And they saw the community that came together and the energy and the diversity. Give some stats. Like how many speakers? You said 3,000 people. How no, many well, booths? the first one, there were 3,000 people who attended. The very first one, 3,300 people, 150 companies that came to exhibit. Um, and I think at that one, we had, I don't remember, maybe around 100 speakers. Um, so it's grown from there. Now at the last Synapse Summit, there were about 6,000 people. Um, 180 or so speakers from all over the state. We really focus on passing the mic to Florida talent and thought leadership. This is a one-day event. Yeah. 6,000 people coming yeah. through a one-day one event. Day event. Um, and from all over the world. They come from all over the country, all over the world. Again, Synapse Summit is kind of proof of life for <laughs> tech and innovation in Florida and in Tampa Bay. You can't find all of this in one place except for That's here, a good point. which is... Uh, again, very, very animating for why we build this community. Um, so we were, you know, we had this opportunity to meet with and invite and include our counterparts in Orlando and um, and pass them the mic. And they mm -hmm. said, we, we think that what you've created is really special. Would you partner with us and bring it to Orlando? And Synapse Orlando was born. So that's really important because the way that we build community is through collaborations and through partnerships, mm -hmm. elevating the resources that exist. Is that, that the exist. same way you got to Miami as well in a similar fashion? So, so Miami is different. There are groups already that exist in Miami. They do great work in Miami. And so we there we are there to support. So we don't do a big Synapse event in mm -hmm. Miami, but we show up for our partners. We support them. We share the work that they're doing with the broader community so that we can be a resource. And every community is different. We've built great partnerships across South Florida, across Gainesville, where the University of Florida is based, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, Pensacola. There are pockets in all across the state where really talented people are doing very transformative work and we we amplify their achievements and their impact so that we can celebrate discover and engage with Florida innovators. Are you going to be doing other events in other areas like in Tallahassee or Jacksonville or things like is that tell I yeah, guess on the roadmap into, so yeah. what's 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 the future hold for synapse where are we going well, the, what we're, where we're going is where we're invited and asked to be a part of. And <laughs> See how polite that is? No, it's very, it's very true, because, and it's very authentic. Every community needs something different, and it's very presumptuous to say, oh, we have a one-size-fits-all. So we work with those stakeholders. We've got a community of regional ambassadors, people from all over the state who've raised their hand and said, we believe in the Synapse mission, and we want to be part of bringing people together in this unique sort of a way across industries, across across technologies, across communities, and we partner with them to understand what's going on in their ecosystem and help to elevate their work and their impacts so that when people think, I want to move to Florida, or I'm looking for a particular service, where do I go? How do I find them? They can come to Synapse, and we can put them in touch is with the right people. Is there a website that people can, is, what's the website to get to? SynapseFL.com. Synapse we'll get you to all of these resources. Sounds like a resources. great foundation, and I am testament alone that, 
things come together and if you have the right direction and will it all the assets are there to make it work all you need is idea and your ability to 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 swing the bat if you're willing to swing the bat come here you will be supported 300 percent right and that's really it. But we want to make it easier so that um, easier to swing the bat. Well, no, we want to make your we know no, we want to make your batting average higher. You know, there's so many times that we rely on serendipity to go to the right event or go to the right pitch competition or you know you're googling and and you can't find what you need. And Synapse is here to make it easier again for people to find what they need and share what they have and help Florida innovators thrive. We are that resource for the community. That's a great summing up of, of what it is and something that's special about here in Tampa. Thank you, Lauren, for coming in today. This has been a great conversation. Thank you for really having nice. me. It's been great having this time together, and I'm glad to have you as part of this ecosystem. Seriously, <laughs> we work together bringing, here at Embark, no, and but so we see each other down, every day. Bringing you here, you know, coming in here from, from the Northeast and really integrating, and I think what's important for people who are considering coming to Florida, whether it's to Tampa Bay or another part of the Florida community is we are uniquely um, unique. You know, each community really does have its own culture and its own authenticity. We're not trying to be anything or anybody else. And I think when folks come in here and they see that supportive community, mm -hmm. that how we rally around each other, how we help each other in the tough days and cheer for each other on the best days. Um, that's really special. And a lot of people have said to me, you know, I've never felt so welcomed into a community. So if you're thinking about being a part of the Florida innovation community, if you want to um, connect with people who are here to support you and help you find the direction, please reach out to me. You can find me at synapsefl.com, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram now, all of the things. Um, find James and really just know that you're welcome. We welcome you here and um, we hope that you'll Do be you a part of Florida. Handled for Synapse that they can directly contact? Synapse FL um, and Synapse Florida. But I'm sure I can send that to you to put yeah, in your show we'll notes. Call. It'll be great. Um, yeah, but you're welcome because, as we like to say, innovation lives here. And that's true. So Thank you, you all for listening to this episode of Presentation Hell. And if you take anything away from it, Florida's arms are open and welcoming to everyone that comes in and makes a great environment. That's right. Thank you, Lauren. It's My been pleasure. a great show.